One of the most formative lessons that I have learned over the years as a result of engaging in mindfulness practice, it is by no means the only one, but it is one that I had the opportunity to become reacquainted with just knowing this and and rationally understanding it. This is something that I want to, I, I wasn't planning on saying this, but so much of this practice has been a number of surprises. In other words, finding myself being able to cope. I mean, and I just want to use some examples, finding myself, and this, any of these things I'm speaking of are available to any of us, finding myself able to cope a little more effectively, finding myself not getting caught up believing everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling, being able to experience this distance between what my thoughts are and who I think I am as a result of those thoughts or my identification with those thoughts. I found myself earlier this week, it was, there was, it was by no means a, a, an emergency or a catastrophe. It was just a very common, what I call garden variety experience of being human, of, of having certain thoughts that come from, and in this case, I would, I could refer to them as troubling thoughts or stressful thoughts. And there was really nothing extraordinary about it. It was just simply the result of being a human being out in the world, in relationships with other people, engaging in work, engaging in communications, and doing the best that I can as a limited human being to cooperate with other people and to be able to have room for being compassionate towards myself and towards others when things come up that trouble me in some way or I find myself reacting. I'd say the word negatively, but I really want to avoid the polarities of positive and negative. Just if I react in a way that causes me unease, so to speak, or causes stress. And what came through is I found myself troubled by certain thoughts that I was having about a situation in my life. I, and it did not prevent me from being, and that's really what I also want to speak to is that it was not preventing me from being able to cope. I didn't have the luxury of being able to stop everything that I was doing and actually deal with this, so to speak, because I've recognized a long time ago that there's nothing I can really do to deal with this. All I can really do is come back here when I find myself somewhere else wrapped up in thoughts and trying to figure out a way uh, to uh, extricate myself from whatever the situation is or try to prevent it from happening. And what came through was just this very simple knowing and the way that I would express this is that essentially what it just this recognition was that just because my mind is troubled, it doesn't mean that I have to be troubled. If my mind is stressed, I don't have to be stressed. And I know upon hearing that, that it would be very easy to ask, well, if my thoughts are troubling, then of course I'm troubled because they're my thoughts and they're happening inside my head. And that is ultimately who I am. I'm not saying that that is everyone's viewpoint, but I know for most of my life, much of my life, that is the way that I saw things. 
it was in other words i if i was thinking it that's that that was my truth that was what i believed to be absolutely true and it took a long time to understand the difference between absolute truth what is actually really going on in any given moment and the relative truth which is whatever's going on in any given moment filtered through however my mind processes what is going on in any given moment. And because it is a relative truth or a relative reality, I have a certain lens that I'm going to see these things through. And there's, I found that there is no way for me to remove that lens or force myself to not react to things in a certain way based on things that happened in, you know, previously in my life, previous traumas, previous disappointments, uh, things that didn't go the way that I wanted them to go. And just knowing this, and I, and I know that there was a tendency to want to think about it some, but then there was really no need to think about anything. It was just this, it was this somehow uh, me being reminded about the opportunity that is available to not get caught up in being the person that's troubled by thoughts that I'm having that are troubling or stressful. And I know it may be, in some cases, easy to ask the question, how can we actually live life not being troubled by troubling thoughts that we're having, having, or if our minds are stressed or our minds are, are, uh, are dealing with some form of unease. And there's no way for me to get myself to a place where I can actually deal with life and cope and do what needs to be done in the midst of these thoughts. For many years, I found myself wanting to deny these thoughts. I needed to divert my attention from them or be in denial of them. Those thoughts and whatever it was I was troubled by, whatever emotional reactions I was having, was very heavy baggage that I found myself trying to carry it and haul it through my life, you know, my life journey. Uh, and it just made it so much harder. And somehow, I all, all I found myself doing, and this is speaking metaphorically, is I wanted to get that load that I was carrying off my shoulders. I wanted to leave it somewhere and move on in some form of lightness of being. I wanted to be able to not be troubled by things. And so I spent so much energy and so much time trying to escape that trying to escape being troubled, trying to find some refuge from it. And I know that this is certainly not a, uh, this is not my realization. This is certainly not anything original, but I think that it really does speak to this, that the only refuge, and I know that the Buddha spoke about this, that the only refuge is really within myself, living with myself, feeling whatever it is that I'm feeling, Whatever thoughts are occurring are occurring and just simply paying attention to them and being here in the present moment because where else can I really be? Where else do I really want to be? And it's not about forcing myself to come back here. It's not about making myself come back to the present moment. It's actually through recognizing the healing that takes place when I do choose to return here 
even when it is painful, even when I don't like what my thoughts are, even when I am unsettled by my own extreme emotional reactions, which do not feel good. And, and as those move through me physically and energetically, even if I am wanting to avoid them or get rid of them, I know that there's no way really for me to, uh, to affect that process other than come back here. And I know it may sound very counterintuitive that if I am troubled, if my mind is troubled, and I'm identifying as the person that's being troubled or stressed or unsettled in some way, why would I want to come back here and just simply feel what I'm feeling and let whatever is happening in my mind happen? I don't really have a good answer for that. All I know is, because I don't really rationally know the answer to this, all I have really ever been able to, to, uh, uh, to experience and for lack of a better word, is to simply experience, uh, just to open myself to, because I have practiced it, and there, there again, this is available to anyone who undertakes this practice of mindfulness, that I have just practiced coming back here. When I find myself going off into the future that, that hasn't happened yet, in a future that hasn't happened, or caught up in a past that has already happened, but it has really not much to do with what's going on right in this moment. It was just what happened in the past. That if I can actually do what I am, what I'm clearly not wired to do or inclined to do, and that is to come back here. And I know the phrase that I've always enjoyed that I've heard from teach that from teachers is to sit with it, to be with it, to befriend it to welcome it. There's so many different ways to express this. Uh, I don't even want to call it a stance. It is just simply an openness to being here. I don't really know for sure if I have the right words for that. I there It was never a destination. I never knew that this is where I wanted to be because I didn't know that it existed. There wasn't some book that I could read that that, that could explain to me that this is where I would end up. And honestly, if I had some sort of an of a, uh, a destination in mind, or so, some sort of assumption about where it was I needed to be that wasn't here in the way that I am right in this moment, then I would have just been chasing something that may very well have had nothing to do with what it is really like to be here whether I am unsettled, whether I am troubled by what's going on between my ears, so to speak. And this week, there really was that experience. It was actually a, uh, it was, you know, there's the, the phrase, something old is new again. And that's really what I found. There, it was not just, I, I had experienced this before, but there was a newness and a freshness to this experience of, having a little bit of distance, a little bit of headspace between who I am and what was actually going on in my mind. To not have to believe that it was true just because I was thinking it. It just, all it really was, and when I say all it really was, I know it's easy to say that and it's very difficult to say that in the moment when uh, what it feels like in the here and now to be me is it doesn't feel good. It feels very stressed. It feels very ill at ease. It's, uh, it's painful in some cases. 
but I realize that that is ultimately where it is that I, the only place that I really can be in all in order to cope with whatever is going on in my mind. I can't fix that going somewhere else. I can't fix it being here either. And it took me many years to recognize I came into this practice wanting to fix something. I wanted to suffer less. I wanted to, I wanted to find relief from chronic depression, from living a life, living a life of being reclusive and avoiding the uncomfortable things of life. There was, I wanted to, I wanted a magic bullet, so to speak. I wanted a button to push to be able to make all that stuff go away. And I assumed wrongly that it was going to be about this brute force. It was going to be this self-improvement program that I didn't even know for sure why sitting still, cross-legged in a quiet room, just allowing myself to pay attention to my thoughts. I really had no idea at all that and and it's almost as if I, I found myself not really even trying to get an answer to that question, which I'm actually very grateful for now. And that question was, how is this really going to help me? How is this engaging in this practice, sitting still with my thoughts? And when I find myself distracted from them or wanting to be somewhere else, I just keep returning back to the place that where it is actually painful to be. It I have no idea why I wanted to keep doing that. It, and it really was very, uh, it was very counterintuitive to uh, what it was I thought that I was trying to do. And I am very, very grateful that somehow, and I don't have an answer to why this was, uh, it is not normally like me. It is not, I don't have a long history of enduring pain and discomfort and making the choice to keep returning back to that place where, and and I'm not speaking so much of physical pain, I could be, but this is really more, I'm speaking more along the lines of mental pain. I recognize that there are, in some cases, as human beings, we deal with physical pain, we deal with those issues, but in this case, I'm speaking more along the lines, if I was speaking about experiencing physical pain, it would be about how my mind is reacting and responding to that, what the thoughts are as a result of dealing with physical pain. I'm just incredibly grateful that I was able or willing, I don't know that I was really able now that I say that, but I clearly, this is what happened. This is the way that this is the way that things unfolded that I kept returning back to this place of being still being quiet and just feeling what it was I was feeling and witnessing what it was that I was thinking. And at some point, that was the surprise. The surprise was that I, even if my mind is troubled, even if it is stressed, even if I'm feeling incredibly uneasy about something, even if I'm thinking thoughts that, you know, thoughts along the lines of how can I go on? How can I live my, you know, and I'm not talking about wanting to end my life, but just how can I deal with life if this is what I'm thinking? These thoughts are making me really, these thoughts are making me feel even more uneasy. It's almost like a feedback loop. The more that I'm giving time and energy to believing them, and those beliefs start really cementing into really solid edifices and 
there again, all the, all those beliefs just get in my way because <clears throat> I believe this is the way it is when in fact those beliefs may have nothing to do with how it actually is. If I can just be open to being here, and to me that is the mystery, just continuing to be open to being here without any expectations for it to be any different. And I know as human beings, it's so very easy to want to make it different, to want to experience something different, to want to feel differently. And this ancient wisdom that somehow points the way, and I, when I speak of ancient wisdom, I'm speaking about many, many, in, in, in really all ancient traditions. In some way, it's almost like in a way I heard the saying one time, uh, and I don't remember where this is from, but it's it's what's coming up right now, that all roads lead to Rome. I don't remember what that was from, but when I when I when that came through, I essentially hear that there are so many different ways to come back to this place where we're actually willing to sit with ourselves and to face ourselves without needing to change anything. And I'm not I'm by no means saying that, that there's no need uh, to engage in uh, self-improvement. It is not something that has really ever worked for me, but I have met many people who it has. Because at some point I've tried to brute force certain changes and what really ultimately happened was I was however I was. I want to be accountable. I certainly do want to be responsible for my behavior. And I certainly do, do want to make the most effective and healthy choices. But at the same time, there is this space that gets developed, that gets cultivated, this head space, this mind space, where I'm going to ultimately, as much as I may have the intention of wanting to be better, so to speak, wanting to be different, to, be, to rise above whatever it is that I am experiencing as a human being and how I'm reacting and how I'm responding, that ultimately this is where I find myself, whether I want to be there or not. I'm reacting in a certain way, whether I want to or not. And so to me, it's really, I <clears throat> instead have found that I can just simply be here instead of trying to affect change in the moment. I simply want to be in the moment. I simply want to open myself. I can't make myself be in the moment. I can't force myself to be present right here, right now, however it feels, whatever it is that I'm thinking the only thing that has ever helped in that regard has been to practice it, to actually practice being here now, to practice experiencing whatever I'm experiencing, whether I like it or not, whether I want it or not, without trying to make it different in any, in any conceivable way. And that is ultimately, for me, why it has been, it has, it has been easier to recognize that just because my mind is troubled or stressed, that I simply don't have to be. I'm feeling those things. I'm experiencing those things. I'm not trying to dissociate from my human experience. But at the end of the day, and that's what happened earlier this week, I was able to just really continue to have joy even in the midst of having a mind that was troubled and, and there's nothing unique or extraordinary about me. I have, I come into this life with no particular advantages or special gifts. 
it is all really due to the practice of being here and choosing to do that years ago when I really had no idea what the point of all of this was and just continued to return to this practice over and over again. I may never know why I continued to engage in it, even though sometimes it was even more painful to be here with these troubling thoughts. But the greatest gift of all has been that there has been an increasing ability in general to cope more effectively, to be more human, to be more vulnerable, to love more unconditionally myself and others, and to ultimately be in this experience of being in this body, which includes this mind, doing whatever it's going to do without me being able to control it in any way, shape, or form. It has really just been about continuing to return back here, and that's ultimately what this practice has been about for me.